Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night inside Nats Park up in Washington, D.C., Marlins had an opportunity to win a series facing the Washington Nationals. They sent their young left-hander, Jesus Lazardo to the mound, making his ninth start in a Miami Marlins uniform. They went opposite of the right-hander Eric Fetty for the Washington Nationals, who has absolutely tormented the Marlins in his big league career. It was all on the line on Tuesday night at Nationals Park, an opportunity for the Marlins to take game two and come home at the very minimum with a series win. I got to shower that one off in D.C. tonight. Not a good night for the ball club. Started with Jesus Lazardo on the mound, who allowed four earned runs and four and a third innings, and then it really got away late from the Marlins' bullpen. Nationals beat the Marlins 8-2 to two in the middle game of this three-game weekday tilt. That sets up a rubber match. Coming your way tomorrow at 105 from Nationals Park when Trevor Rogers opposes the lefty Josh Rogers of the Washington Nationals. This ball game tonight highlights for you Lazardo. And Fetty both tossed scoreless first innings. However, Jesus Lazardo wasn't so lucky to uh, toss a scoreless second when Ryan Zimmerman came to bat with nobody on and one out in the second. Wings hammers it. Oh, forget about it. Oh, Lord, into the second deck in right center field. The Nationals have a 1 0 lead. And the Nationals were off and running. Eric Fetty has been sensational in his career against the Miami Marlins. Three wins, no losses, a 0.98 ERA in five career starts, making a sixth career start tonight, his third this season. He had a 0.73 ERA in two starts this season. Well, that uh, trend really didn't stop tonight, and he really uh, didn't do a whole lot uh, in, in the way of uh, giving up uh, anything to the Marlins. It was one nothing after two. The Nationals got one more in the third inning when Juan Soto came to bat. Lane Thomas on second with two outs. Well, they fooled you. They fooled Lane Thomas. 3-2 pitches, a broken bat, ground ball into right field, and the base hit. Lane Thomas is around third, coming to the plate. The throw is late. It's over the head of Alex Jackson. Luzardo's chasing it down up the first baseline. Soto's all the way on his way to third base, takes a big turn around third. Now he's kind of creeping down the third baseline, still creeping. Now time is called. It's 2-0 Washington. A really bad throw by Jesus Sanchez in right field. He airmailed both Jackson and Luzardo. 
The throw allowed Soto to go to second. The error allowed him to take third. So it was 2-0 after three at Nationals Park tonight, but the Marlins hopped onto the scoreboard in the fifth, leading off the fifth, facing Eric Fetty, who's been a nemesis to Miami, was Lewin Diaz. 3-2 pitch, Diaz hammers one deep to right field. This baby's got a chance. Soto's back, track, wall, see ya. One big swing of the bat by Lewin Diaz has cut this Nationals lead in half. It's 2-1 here in the top of the fifth inning, and this time he keeps it fair. Well, as quickly as uh, the Marlins got themselves a run, the Nationals hop back just as quick in the bottom of the fifth inning. Bottom five in D.C. tonight. Uh, Luzardo would start the inning. Garcia flew out to center field. The pinch hitter, Andrew Stevenson, singled. Lane Thomas singled. There were two aboard for Alcides Escobar. Runners on. 1-1 one, one is a hot smash over the leap of Isan Diaz. It's a fair ball. It's down the left field line. One run is in to score. It's an RBI double for Alcides Escobar. That may very well end the night for Jesus Lazardo. The Nationals have a 3-1 lead here in the fifth inning. Still threatening runners on second and third now with one out. Well, it did effectively end the inning and the outing for Jesus Lizardo. He intentionally walked Juan Soto that loaded the bases. Donnie went out and got Jesus Lizardo. Stephen Okert came in. He was tasked with two outs and a bases loaded situation to get Josh Bell. 3-2 pitch to Josh Bell. Here it is. It is in the dirt. Low ball four. Okert walks in a run. Thomas is home from third. Escobar advances to third base, Soto to second, Bell with the easiest RBI you could ever gather now at first, and after the bases loaded walk, it's Washington four and Miami one. Pardon me, that was a one-out bases loaded walk. The Nationals got two more in the fifth inning. They had a 4-1 lead after five. That would be plenty in this ballgame tonight. The Marlins forced Eric Fetty out of this ballgame after five innings through 95 pitches, 61 strikes, a lot of run. It was earned three hits. He struck out eight. He struck out a career-high 10 back on the 24th of August when he took on the Marlins and went six and a third innings and allowed six hits and an earned run. So Fetty was out. Baldonado got the sixth. Andres Machado was uh, asked to come in and uh, do some housekeeping in the seventh inning, but he was rudely greeted by Lewin Diaz. Here's a swing and a drive. Deep right field. Lewin Diaz has done it again. A bomb into the upper tank in right field, and now it's 4-2 Washington here in the top of the seventh inning. Just the third time this season, a Marlin has homered in consecutive at-bats. Most recently, Adam Duvall did so on the 19th of June versus the Chicago Cubs. So 4-2 after 6.5. Bottom of the seventh inning, it uh, was relatively uneventful. Sean Gunther came in. He uh, allowed a one-out single, then a walk. There were two aboard, but he got Ryan Zimmerman to bounce into an inning-ending 5-4-3 double play. So 4-2, we would head to the bottom of the eighth inning. Gunther started it, allowed back-to-back-to-back -back -back singles that loaded the bases for, Riley, uh, for Jordy Mercer. Gunther came out of the ballgame. Williams came in. He walked Mercer. That was one run. 
And then Lane Thomas came to bat. He walked another. That was the second run. So he walked home Ruiz. Alcides Escobar hit a sacrifice fly to right field. Juan Soto singled up the middle. Lewis Brinson made an error on the play. That allowed Jordy Mercer to score all the way from first, our second base. It was a four-run, four-hit, one-error, bottom half of the eighth inning for the Washington Nationals. They would go on to win this ball game 8-2 to two tonight. Two runs, four hits, two errors for the Marlins. Eight runs, 14 hits, one error for the Washington Nationals. This series is now even at one apiece. Fetty is your winner. He improves the 7-9. Lizardo the loser. He is 5-8. There was no save in this ball game tonight. Started at 7.06, ended at 10.07. Total game time, or uh, 10.27 rather, Total game time, three hours and 21 minutes in front of 17,030 at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. this evening. For the Miami Marlins in this ball game tonight, they struck out four. That means $100 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Final score, Washington 8, Miami 2 this season. Uh, this series is even at one apiece. We will play a rubber match tomorrow afternoon at 105. So that certainly could have gone better. The Nationals beat the Marlins 8-2. to two. It totally got away late. The one bright spot for the Marlins, Lewin Diaz, consecutive plate appearances with a home run. Fetty beats Lazardo. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Manningly after the ball game. Thanks, Dan. Hey, Donnie. Gets away from you guys there late, but a big night for Lewin Diaz. You mentioned yesterday how he's generally better against lefties and righties, both his home runs tonight coming against righties. Did you see an adjustment made in his approach at the bat today? Uh, well, I really said that the lefty at-bats helping the at-bats in Atlanta were better against the lefty. And a lot of times for a left-handed hitter, that that lefty kind of keeps you on the ball, changes where you're, what you're trying to do. And I thought yesterday he made a nice adjustment, actually. Uh, and today just kind of followed through with it. So um, yeah, he's making an... You know, obviously the swings are were good today. Um, you know, all, all day really. Even the last at bat, he just you know he shoots that ball foul. That tells you a lot. Down the left, down down third, he hit a line drive that way as a left-handed hitter. Uh, tells you letting the ball get there, and, and so a lot of good things are going to happen from from that position. I know it's a small sample size, but what does like a game like this and what he's been doing recently and his adjustments that he's made show the kind of player that he could be? Yeah, I mean, anytime you see a, a game like this, it shows you what he can be. Um, but, you know, when you if you're really talking about winning, then you have to be able to do that consistently. And that's really all our guys. Uh, so obviously this shows Lewin's potential. Uh, and now he sh can show us, hey, he's ready to be consistent. And, that, you know, again, that's what this what this has kind of been about. We knew we were going to get extended at bats for lay one. It's a chance for him to show that he can give you consistent good at bats. Um, and then obviously there's decisions to be made in the winter, which way you want to go. But if, you, if you're going to win, you got it. You can't just show flashes and, you know, and that's for any of our guys. When you show flashes and then you don't, you don't, you're not consistent, then it's hard to say that this guy's ready to help us win a championship. Jordan. Hey, Donnie, uh, what did you see out of Lazardo tonight? 
yeah, kind of more of the same. I think we see good and bad. Uh, you know, again, this any any of these games are are back and forth with him, um, and it's going to be all part of his you know growing and going forward and more experience and continue to work. And it's what we've talked about with him is just getting him consistent work, being consistent with our message, making sure he's continuing to to feel like he's in a good place. That doesn't mean he's where he wants to be or that he's where we, we think he can be. But all these outings are really for him to, to continue to grow and, and try to find that. And uh, three bases loaded walks today, one from Oakert when he came in with one out in the fifth and then two from Williams when he came in with no outs. Just the challenge for these relievers when they come in that situation, knowing you saw multiple outs to go and the bags already loaded, just what did you see from both of them in those situations? Yeah, Oki got a head and a count, got got a bell one two, I believe, and and then do a couple of seem like you know probably trying to get that breaking ball underneath to get the ground ball. Uh, ended up not getting it there, walking him, and then he gets the ball where he wants on Zimmerman and gets the two ball. Uh, yeah, and then Taylor really, you know, the, he just wasn't able to get it over. So with him, it was a little rougher. Um, Oki just missed, you know, missed on one guy. Um, yeah, so those walks hurt. Yeah, they're, they're tough spots. These guys haven't been – I shouldn't say these guys, but Oki has, has been pitching higher leverage, um, but Williams has not. You know, it, it's where the game is at that point. You're not going to be willing to use Bass and all those guys uh, in that game uh, down, down a few runs, but it was an opportunity for him to, you know, come in, get a double play ball, get a ground ball, pop a guy up, strike a guy out, and just wasn't able to, to do it. Christina. Donnie, in that third inning, I think there was two outs. Uh, you elected to pitch to Juan Soto. There might have been first base open. Just how much, I guess, difficult of a decision is that? Because I think Bell is hitting well as well, right behind him. Yeah, that early in the game, um, you know, I think is it one nothing at that point, I believe. Early in the game, I just don't want to keep putting guys out there. Zimmerman already hit a homer. That gets you to, I believe it, obviously gets you to Bell, who's been a little – he's been better this year against lefties. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just that point in the game uh, going to force him to, to get a hit there. All right, so that was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Washington Nationals 8-2 spanking of the Miami Marlins in Game 2 of this series last night. Game 3 comes your way this afternoon at 105. Trevor Rogers versus Josh Rogers. Rogers times 2 this afternoon at 105. We're on the air at 1235 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us right here on the Miami Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 